I'm Cassidy. I'm Emma. And, and this, this is, is Ain't Doing Right. This episode will be shorter than the last. Hopefully it will be. I do in my, this is, what is this, episode 11? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe I put my unfinished business somewhere where it didn't need to go. But for mine, I just kind of wanted to remind everybody, if you have contributions, you obviously you can direct message us, text us, whatever. But it also, if you have contributions or you're even your own, like, stories where you're wondering if I'm the asshole, you can email us at the adrpodcast at gmail.com and please just put in the subject the segment that your story or your content is intended for. So then the only other little thing I had was just to uh, talk about that my best friend, my very best friend, Amy of 20 years, her husband and her one and a half year old were just here last weekend for a long weekend. And I have learned through their two visits, her two visits with her son, that my house is not childproof. (laughs) My house is not childproof. And I've also uh, solidified something that I already know, which is that kids want to play with anything that's not the toys that you give them. Mm -hmm. Because Matt and I each picked out, like, a toy for Grayson, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, not just a toy. It was, like, a toy that came with multiple things. So that he could play with them and, like, hopefully just not want to play with, like, my random, like, bathroom toiletries or, like, stuff that's laying around like that. I don't need to put away because I don't have kids. It didn't work. No. (laughs) It's like like a cat, though. It is. Like, you buy them a toy and they want to play in the box. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. And I love, I adore Grayson. I adore him. And I have been so fortunate to be able to see him frequently enough to watch him grow up and develop into this child and he is such a loving caring kid and he's so fun and he is so smart like it's so cool to see him learn things but I've learned that I need to put some things away when he comes over yeah they're just little wrecking balls they yeah and he's he I mean as children go he's he's pretty good but he just wants to touch things and wants to play with things and his main thing was like So he's learned some words, and he'll walk around, and he'll, like, look at things, like my wood stove in the kitchen, or, I mean, in the living room. It's not um, on because it's not cold enough to run the wood stove now, but he'll look at it, and he'll put his hand up to it, and he'll go, hot. And so I was trying to teach him that Moose, my dog that's not kid-friendly, is hot. So he wouldn't want to touch him Mm -hmm. because he's used to being able to touch his dogs. So it was just an interesting, uh, interesting learning experience for me. Yeah, I don't have any unfinished business, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. For sure, kids. I haven't really been in close contact with them since, like, my cousin Grace was, like, a little bitty. Mm-hmm. But, and then, yeah. like, my other cousin, she has two babies, but I don't, I didn't live there at that point, but. Yeah. I was scared because they were staying upstairs, and I don't have a baby yet up there. I was, like, they were really good, of course, because of sure, their parents, sure. about keeping them away from the stairs, but I was, like, oh, my God, I didn't even think of that. It's just... Things that, like, I would think about with my kid, but I just didn't think about with them to, like, accommodate my house Well, too, sure, because so. it's temporary, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not, you're, you're having a kid, you're like, okay, we need to solve all these problems. When you just have someone visiting, you're like, yeah. 
As long as he survives this trip, he's good. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and survive, he did. Yeah. I like to think he thrived, but yeah. that's up for debate, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, peculiar news. Mm-hmm. Mine's real short. Mine's... It's in the middle. <laughs> okay, mine's real short. I think we'll discuss it a good bit, so... Okay, so I'll just go with mine, because I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of discussion behind it. My sister sent it to me a while back... Um, before the last article about the man with all the kids. Yeah. And I just hadn't really, like, had an opportunity to use it, but it's a short little cute one that says, Unusual customers. Two goats found hanging out in Target. Oh. Even animals can't seem to stay away from Target shopping. A pair of goats in Texas managed to get into a Target store in the city of Spring, just north of Houston. A deputy responded to Target after receiving a report for two goats wandering through the store. It's unclear where the goats came from. The animals were safely contained and taken to Harris County Animal Livestock. Little goaties. They're just trying to go to Target, go to the dollar spot, see what's happening. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, they're just having a time. Just wandering about. Yeah. Can't blame them. Yeah. All right. So they're, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, they're just, little you can see the little picture. I don't think they actually made Aww. it like into the target. They're just yeah, in the, like, like the in little, little kind of like foyer yeah. where the carts are. But so yeah, cute, it is cute. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad I at all. I see a little goat. I'd be a little shocked. Imagine entering the target and there's goats in the little foyer. I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be ec- ecstatic. Well, sure. Like it's a, I would be curious as to how, when, him. why. We pull out a DFV slip lead from our pockets and... Bring them on. Loop them on up. Yeah. yeah. Do what you gotta do. Exactly. A little <laughs> DFV slip lead, yeah. I've got those. Yeah. A, a plenty. A, a plenty. As a, I actually don't have as many as I once did. No. I have like two. Everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Like Stephen hates them. Yeah. He hates the side of them. My mom and used to. he's probably th- thrown away more than I even know. Uh, he's gotten to the point he sees them straight in the trash. Don't tell Dr. Smith that. That's so, funny. I know. I'm like, I try and collect them and bring them back, but yeah. he's, he's gotten, he's so tired of them. See, I don't, that's why I don't like to put them in my pockets like, like yeah. people do. I put them around my neck and then eventually well, they get know, annoying to like, me. After, you know, washing pens and losing all of my stuff. Every night now, I just unload all of my pockets into one spot, yeah. and the next morning, I load my pockets back. So, I'm, I'm gotten better at rotating That's the same... That's what I do. I've gotten better at rotating the same slip leads. Yeah. Um, and I brought back significantly more than I haven't, but... I just, just have two. Home. I have one in my car, and I have one in my um, mudroom. Yeah. Because every time I don't have one in my car, I see a stray dog on the way home. Yeah. Oftentimes... I don't stop because of where we live and it's common, but like yeah. sometimes I can just tell like this dog ain't meant to aim in for the yeah. streets. So, all right. What's yours? All right. Mine is Wisconsin Open's first ever cheese themed luxury spa. I want to go. So it says a new luxury spa is opening its doors. Wedgewater Spa in Madison, Wisconsin offers an immersive cheese experience built on more than 180 years of world-class artisanship. This spa features a variety of premium beauty and wellness treatments that highlight the iconic cheeses that define Wisconsin in the eyes of the world. It says the high-end cheese therapy trend is beginning to spread and Wedgewater represents the zenith of this burgeoning cultural phenomenon. It's a cultural phenomenon and I've never heard of cheese therapy. Now everyone will understand what Wisconsinites have known for decades. The real secret to great skin and a happy life is great cheese, says Victoria Curdsworth, Wedgewater's director of experience. Her last name is Curdsworth? Um, Curdsworthy, sorry. Yes. 
It's even better. Curds yeah, worthy. Victoria curds worthy. She's worthy of the cheese. Curds. <sighs> Wedgewater. Uh, let's see. Oh my god. It says our research shows that the essential proteins, natural fats, and amino acids in cheese provide the ultimate moisturizing and anti-aging benefits. Results are dramatic and instantaneous. There's definite irony in the fact that a five-year-old aged cheddar face mask can help you look five years younger. Those are some of the things they offer. Okay. A five-year-old aged cheddar face mask can help okay. you look five years younger. Okay. Fromage facials. <laughs> Salt brine bliss colonic, no raw, raw milk baths, rind scrubs, Limburger moisturizing mist, moisturizing mist, and a Gouda wax. And so I went to their website. Okay, you did. I did. I just want to see what's going on. Just doing some vetting, you know. And it like lists all the services: a fondue facial. I want a fondue um, facial. Some of the prices. I don't want a colonic though. No. And isn't Limburger supposed to like smell disgusting? I think it does. Yeah. So it just walks you through all this. A good wax has, makes so much sense. Like to a me. place where you can sign up to learn more and they'll contact you with more information. Did you do that? Well, I was <laughs> reading it and then it's opening on April first. Everybody knows what April first is. April Fool's April Fool's Day. Day. And they got me. They got it's me. It's not real. It's not real. And it says when booking an appointment at it's like one of the last lines on the whole page, okay? When booking an appointment at Wedgewater Spa, please have a wonderful April Fool's Day. And you didn't read that before no. you looked into it. Look, as we know, I waited till last minute to do some of this research. Yeah. And I was Googling it, and, like, this was on one of the subreddits that I follow and, like, look for good news stories on. And I found it, and I read it, and I, I, I went to the website. I was like, let me see if this is real. And I went to the website. And there's a had, whole ass a whole thing, and it looks legit. Who like, was look doing this, this? Look how pretty it is. It's very pretty. Yeah, it's very pretty. It, it does has, look legit. It looks super it's legit. It's a nice website. It's very yeah. mobile friendly. Yep. Opening for one twenty three. All right. And it and I, the website still doesn't say anywhere that it's a joke. But at the end of the article, it says, "When booking an appointment at Wedgewater Spa, please have a wonderful April Fool's Day." Like that has to be fake, right? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm curious to know. It says, Put your information in for more info on the website. I could. That's what I would do. Hey, is this real? <laughs> hey, is this a real thing? Because I want a fondue facial is what I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to go all the way to Wisconsin for one, but maybe we could do a home version. All right. That was loud. Sorry. It's okay. Hey, Matt, come here. Come sit down so the microphone can hear you. You really like Gouda cheese. Yeah. How does a Gouda wax sound to you? Yeah, like you wax hairs off your body. No. Even if it smelled like Gouda? Yeah, no. Yes. I don't I could just sniff a block of Gouda if I want to smell Gouda. Okay. I don't need to wax myself well, for that. What about a fondue facial? That just sounds wrong. <laughs> Alright. You're dismissed. <laughs> yeah, and I have like full descriptions for each of these services. Too. He's our first unofficial guest. I know. He's the first one. Congrats. I want to read the Gouda, read me the Gouda wax. Whether you're looking for a brow, face, underarm, leg, or Brazilian, Wedge Water Wax comes exclusively from award-winning Gouda maven, <laughs> Marieki Pinterman. Okay. Also, there was one name that I didn't read to you. Actually, two names I didn't, no, one name I didn't read to you because I feel like it would have tipped you off. Okay. Another reason I think that maybe it's not real. Yeah, the curds, <laughs> It says, so the one that we're talking about, anti-aging benefits, the person's name that said that was Daryl Bechamel. 
Okay. And look how they spell Daryl. <laughs> Dairy with an L on the end. Daryl. Bechamel. Bechamel is dairy, but it's not cheese. So, uh, I was like, maybe I should have known. Like, I read it and I was like, lol, her last name's Curdsworthy. That's so funny. What's the coincidence? It's not a coincidence. It was manufactured. It's was like, Curdsworthy, uh, they, wow. They got me. They got me. They, you got me too, and you even mentioned one of them might you, be a ruse. I told you one of them might be a ruse. I completely forgot. Wow. Yep. That's great. It's good stuff. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's my news. Hi. And, like, the stuff's expensive. I was like, wow, that's a little pricey. Like, the Limburger Moisturizing Mist is listed at $450. $450? Correct. No. Clear sinuses, relieve allergies, and reset your immune system with the antioxidant-rich properties found in the Limburger Shower, a refreshing and peptide-heavy decadence from the nation's only Limburger producer. How much is the um, fondue facial? <sighs> Market price of the selected cheese. <laughs> Just like somebody like went all in for this. Yeah. Market price. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Yeah. They really did. Wisconsin favorites like Hook's Five Year Cheddar, Upland's Pleasant Ridge Reserve, Car Valley's Grain Canaria, and Dunbarton Blue from Roelli Cheese House. So there you go. This person has made a charcuterie board a time or two they, to know all these cheeses. That's really cool. So that was it. I got a little bamboozled. They got me a little bit. Wasn't in the sharpest state of mind as I was sure. up late. I don't remember when I found this. but I don't know. It was funny. That was good. <sighs> I was like, this is hilarious. Who cares if it's not real? It was gone. It's not real. Okay. Moving right along to internet mishaps. Mm-hmm. I have. Yours are always better than mine, so I'm going first. They may not be as good this time. We'll see. Okay. I have some. So I also found another subreddit that I... I came across that was different than what we've done mm-hmm. before. And mine are, I don't work here stories. So yes. like the subreddit is called don't work here lady. <laughs> and it's just like stories about people who were like in different establishments weren't working cause they don't work there, but people assume that they did. So the first one is called, what is this stuff? He hissed menacingly. I was at my local discount store, just buying some discounts. Doesn't make sense to me. And other fun things, when I encountered someone who was absolutely transfixed on a bag of something he'd apparently never seen before. He looked at me, and with the strangest combination of confusion and delight, he hissed. What is this stuff? He was holding a bag of birdseed. Birdseed, I calmly told him. He looked confused. Food for birds? It's food, he asked, looking strangely excited about this information. For birds, yes. I suppose you could eat it, but I'm not sure what you'd get from it. I paused, read the label to him, and before I could get through the list, he interrupts me. I'm going to eat it, he announced, grabbing several bags off the shelf and hurrying off excitedly. I hope he enjoys his weird dinner. People are weird, man. I have worked in retail for most of my life. Yeah. So my grandparents own a Christian bookstore since well before I was born. Sure, you met some weirdos in there. Absolutely. Since my mom was like a teenager, they've had it. So yeah. like, it's been a long time. And then I worked in tractor supply while I was in school. Uh-huh. And we all know the tractor supply is some weird and people. It's a different breed. Oh my God. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So retail is, it's something else. It is. I agree. I've it's, worked in retail most of my life until else. my career now. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy out there. So like, this doesn't even. You crazy. Like, 
weirdo. You're eating birdseed. But, like... It doesn't phase me. not even phase me. either. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that's something that would happen. Yeah. I mean, I've had people coming in to the trash supply all the time. Because, you know, like, some people use that as, like, a veterinary alternative. Mm-hmm. You can't take a lot your of people dogs do, yeah. to the vet, then let's just go trash supply. Let's grab some blue coat, bottle penicillin. We'll take care of it. <laughs> Whatever ails you, this will do it. So, I mean, people would come in. And, like, I was hired mostly because I had a lot of experience with like animals and like pets and I was in tech school so I had some experience and I was really strong I was one of the strongest ones there and people just ask the craziest thing Mm -hmm. and I'd be like I don't know how to answer that I don't know how to help you yeah I worked in a um in a pet store and uh when I was in college and it wasn't so much as like the clients because I did work in like an uppity area so like people were pretty entitled sometimes like they'd walk in and yeah some some people were entitled but like I knew how to deal with that um what I didn't know how to deal with was my coworker that liked to eat canned dog food that's weird so he hit it pretty well and he was kind of like a weird kind of a little free-spirited. I don't know how to describe him. He probably listened to a lot of Dave Matthews Band. Like, probably smoked a lot of marijuana. Like, that kind of dude. But he would be like, oh, like, bet me I won't eat a can of dog food. And you know Merrick, right? Yes. So Merrick makes, like, uh, flavors like brats and tots where it's, like, actual pieces of, like, sausage and, like, potatoes mm-hmm. and then there's like wingaling which is like, like actual uh, chicken wings. thanksgiving dinners one too thanks yeah and so they have and like grandma's pot pie and yep. like these are actual like they smell good mm-hmm. they look like actual food sometimes yeah he had no qualms with oh, no. saying bet me i won't our manager betting him two dollars him eating or not even sometimes he would just like he would talk it down to like the cost of the can, like, you just don't have to pay for the can of dog food. No qualms with eating a can of Merrick no. off the shelf. I watched him do it one time. It was, um, Cowboy Cookout, which is, like, steak tips. Yep. And I was like... You're enjoying I mean, this. I thought you would eat it, but you're literally sitting here like it's your lunch you brought yeah. from home. Just talking to us, because we're past the point of it's a dare. Where you're just talking to us about bullshitting oh, and eating like your... That. Can of dog food? I don't like that at all. He ate almost the whole can. I was like, you're more than proving a point here, bud. You like this stuff. Nope. So. (laughs) Grace, when she was little, and she'll probably kill me for saying, telling anybody this, but when she was little, like little, little, like a toddler. Yeah. She used to eat my dog's dog food. We would find her in the kitchen. A lot of kids do. Yeah. Yeah, So she, she would just kind of. kibble. She would kind of disappear and be like, where is she? And she's like sitting in the corner of the kitchen like, hunched over this bowl of dog food, yeah. shoving dog food in her mouth. My cousin's kid used to yeah, do that. Yeah, trying to get some down before someone found her. And, like, she did it for so long. We were like, Grace, you have you have stop eating the dog food. And, obviously, she stopped. She doesn't eat dog food anymore, to my knowledge. Um, but it was just so funny to go in the kitchen, and she just, like, so guilty, hunched over the food, like, shoving food in her mouth as soon as, as fast yeah. as she could. Grace, you can't do that anymore. We only had cats. I don't remember. My mom will have to tell me. Mom, let us know if I ate the cat food when I was, like, young, like real little and couldn't remember. But I just always knew, like, you don't. And then, like, even if I was curious, it was like, nah, you don't do that. Mm. And then, like, I had tried a little pizza. And I was like, that doesn't taste good. Really, it no. needs salt. Um, yeah. But 
I, we never had a dog, so, like, I didn't have that problem. My little yeah. cousin would eat the dog, the dog food at my grandma's house. Yeah. So, the second one is, it just says barber. It's grammatically incorrect. Okay. I was went to the barber and found out no one was there. I took a seat on the side and someone else came in and asked me if I had time. I said yes, not really knowing what he meant. He took a seat in the barber's chair and was obviously waiting for me to give him the haircut. I've actually worked at a barber shop when I was 16 until my 21st. I had roughly seven years since I last cut someone, but I accepted the challenge. He, of course, had no clue. He told me he wanted something nice. I proposed a low fade. Can't go wrong with that. As I was cutting his hair, the real barber came inside, saw me, and pretended like nothing was wrong. He even offered me a job afterwards. I am a data engineer as of now. That's it. And by the way, nothing was spelled as Northing. Okay. He pretended like Northing was wrong. Northing. Northing. Northing to see here. Northing is wrong. (laughs) Northing Um, to see here. (laughs) I don't, like, no, uh, why would you do that? I wouldn't, and I am by trade a hairdresser. I wouldn't be sitting in the salon waiting for my appointment, not knowing where the hairdresser is. so bold. Yeah, sure. That's so bold. I'll give you a cut in color. That's so bold to just, well, I guess I'll do it. Not to mention, you're using somebody else's tools. Tools, equipment, yeah. Without permission. You don't know how hostile a salon can be. Using somebody else's tools and And equipment in the wrong salon. When you work there, using somebody else is just somebody, a co-worker. Mm -hmm. Let alone, you don't even know who's the barber. Hmm. That's bold. That's bold. Like, what if it didn't go well? I don't know. Hmm. Apparently it did. Okay, well. Oh, wait. Oh, I have three. Oh, sorry. Last one. This one's called, My Husband Doesn't Work Here Either. I dragged my husband to the mall this weekend to run some quick errands. We ended up in a well-known women's lingerie shop so I could shop for the bra sale. I handed over my winter coat, purse, and hoodie so I could try on a couple things. So there's my husband, leaning on a counter, playing on his phone, loaded down like a pack mule, in a store known for having only female employees. When a woman walks up to him and asks if he works there because she needs help. He said no, and she looked disappointed and said, are you sure? Because he often forgets that he's the only male employee at a store while he stands around loaded up with random purses. I don't know. People seem to have this, like, entitlement that people around them should help them. Or, like, just, you're obviously here to serve me, right? Like, I don't know. It's it's retail. I don't know. People are just out here in the wild being crazy. Being presumptive. I would not assume that somebody's... I mean, I've been, husband I've been mistaken in the Victoria's for Secret. an employee multiple times in my life. So have I. And it's usually Walmart or if I'm sure if we had a Best Buy. Because I'm wearing blue. I'm wearing blue because that's what well, we wear. We're I... Walmart all the time. A Walmart employee came up to me yesterday on my way home hmm. and started talking some smack. Oh. And I realized, I realized that she was talking to me at the same time that she realized I didn't work there. Yeah. And we just both acted like it didn't even start happening. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Just walk away and it yeah. happened. I was just like, I'm going to continue to look at these cheeses. And she was like, I'm going to talk to this other employee that's yeah. actually over here that actually it's works where, here. It's when I have worn red in Target. Yeah. And I think that I've just worked in retail. like, And I've... Well, in their uniform is loose. It's yeah. just wear red. Right, just wear red. Exactly. And so, and like I, I don't know, I like I will, when I'm headed out to like my car, if I see like an older person or someone who looks like they need help, 
I always offer my help. Like, oh, can I take this basket back for you? Or do you help need help loading that in your car? You could have been abducted in the science of the lambs. Do you know that? No, I don't know. I've, I've never seen the movie. The guy was like, I need help moving this couch in the back of his van. You'd have fucking helped him. No, I mean, like, I'm not getting in anybody's car. It's usually like a little bit, like literally a few. You mean to tell me you wouldn't help this man that you look disabled, had a, his arm in a sling, move his couch? I don't know. You're pretty strong, so you might not have been taken advantage of. Maybe but who not. knows? You could have ended up down that well. Well, I, like, a few, like, a month or so ago, I was at Sam's with Steven, and there was this older woman, and she had her cart was jammed, packed. Yeah. And she was, like, parked in a handicapped spot. Yeah. And we were walking with each other. And I, like, I walked away, and I walked, and I was like, should I ask her, should I not ask her? And I'm not, like, a super bold person, and I don't, like, just walk up to strangers, but... Yeah. I, like, I walked past her, and I was like, no, you should ask her. And so I turned back around, and I went and asked her, like, do you need help loading this in your car? And she's like, oh, that'd be fantastic, thank you. So, like, I loaded, helped her load her whole car, and then I took the cart and put it in the return. And I... It's just the way I was raised. Yeah. It just was, like, my dad, all the time, he would be going out of his way. Like, I'll be at the airport, and if I see people... Like, older people who need help getting luggage in and out of the car, I offer. So, I think my mom was, she had seen too many horror movies. Well, yeah. And so, she wasn't, like, and you don't like this kind of movies, so you're no, not scarred. No. But, like, my mom had seen too many horror movies, so she would be, and, like, too many, like, Oprah specials on kids mm-hmm. getting kidnapped, that she was just, like, nah, like, it's not worth it because these are all the things that could happen. It's not that she's not a caring person. My mom is extremely caring, and she even did, like, with my nephew, the 12 days of giving when he was young during mm-hmm. Christmas and let him... And her pick, like, 12 places where they were going to donate to and bring stuff to people of need. Like, incredibly giving, my mother. In those situations, I think she's just paranoid. She's probably just seen too many shows. But for me, my first career was, I was a hairdresser. So, Mm -hmm. one of my biggest mentors, Gina... She always noticed these things, and she would be, like, inside the salon, checking her client out, saying goodbye to them, and she would notice on the client's way out that there was an elderly man looking for his car. Mm -hmm. And she would go walk up to the man and be like, excuse me, sir, can I help you? Mm -hmm. And help him find his car. She just had such a capacity for serving other people. That was my dad. And helping. She would always notice, and she spent a lot of time in New York City too, so she would notice, like, she would always, like, if they bought something new, like if it was a pair of gloves, Mm -hmm. when they were out there and she bought a new pair of gloves and she didn't need the pair she was wearing anymore she would give them to somebody who was homeless on the side of the street that's just how she was and I always thought to myself because I was I grew up with like a mom who was often by herself because my dad was constantly working Mm -hmm. and with two kids she was just more in like survival mode and like protecting us that I thought of these situations of more like I should avoid them because what could happen sure. rather than Gina was looking at like these people need help. And I was like, I wish I was more like that. And so I really learned from that and I had taken that and now I'm more of like, Hey, can I help you do that? Mm. I notice these things more. Yeah. Well, but, cause my dad was that way. Always. Yeah. He was always yeah. just looking for opportunities to help people make people feel like they mattered that, you know, someone was watching out for them, that they weren't by themselves. And so it was all the time. And even when like it was something he couldn't do, he'd ask people, he'd be like, like if it was taking a picture for them or you know, that kind of stuff, he'd be like, Oh, do you guys need help? Do you want someone to take a picture for you? And they'd be like, Oh, that'd be great. He was like, my daughter would love to. And yeah. (laughs) And then I'd be like, okay, guess I'm going to take pictures for these people. And it's fine. But 
that's just how I was raised. He was yeah. always looking for those opportunities. And now it's just like this internal compass in me that I'm like, I'm also yeah. looking for those opportunities. Same. And then working in retail, I helped people load stuff in their car constantly. Yeah. And so I just kind of had this gauge. Like, well, we're still in a service yeah, industry. Yeah, and we are. Yeah. And I still do it at work all the time. Yeah. But like a tractor, so I'd be like, oh, do you, would, do you need help loading this in your car? Because you've got like... An old lady who bought a big bag of cat food or bought a big bag of bird feed and like all this stuff. I'm like, you probably need help yeah. loading it in your car. Yeah. And now for work we do yeah. it. I'll be it's like, countless clients that are, I'm like, can I, you, can you I put yeah. this in the car? Cause and like, they give me their keys. I could literally go drive yeah. off with your, I would never. Cause like but, our doors are super heavy. So like they have the door yeah. and then the cat carrier and yeah. then like X, Y, and Z or they have a walker yeah. or a wheelchair. I'm like, can I help you out to your car? Is yep. there anything I can do to help you? And yep. most of the time people say no. Yeah. But sometimes people take us up on it and they, like, appreciate it so much. And, like, so much. our benches are so low that I have, like, automatically, like, I've helped so many people. Same. I just offer my hand to, like, if people need help standing just because our benches are kind of low. They are. Um, and we have a fair amount of, like, older, like, elderly clients. We do. It's just, like, this, it's built in to me now. It's a habit. People will ask me, like, in the grocery store, they'll be like, oh, do you know where? And then they'll realize, they'll be like, oh, you don't work here. I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, but I, I, do, I do know where I that if is. I, if I'm mistaken <laughs> for an employee, but I can answer your question, yeah. I'm going to answer your Same. question. I'm not I'm like, I don't work there. here, but I will help you yeah. as best I can. I'll walk you over there. I know yep. exactly where it is. I've yep. done that so many times. Yep. And then sometimes halfway through, people will be like, oh, my gosh, you don't work here. And I'm like, oh, it's fine, yeah. but I can still help you. Yeah doesn't bother me and if me i can either. help you then i help yeah. you yeah that's yeah that's a thing that's just uh new to, more new to me than because like up north that didn't happen a whole lot people don't talk to well, each other yeah in florida like my my dad was from texas so he mm. just kind of had a different vibe but in florida it's not necessarily always welcomed either yeah like you know like because a lot of people in florida are yeah. northern you're just like i'm just gonna put yeah. my blinders and, on like, and my try mom, to find it my mom would be like a lot more safety conscious so yeah. she's like one of those like don't honk at anybody because they might have a gun and, like, shoot you. Yeah. Which, it happens. And, like, my grandpa, he would cut out. See, in the north, it's, like, lay on your horn and yeah. you don't even hear horns yeah. anymore. Uh, she had to get, but it, like, frustrated my dad because he would use the horn and yeah. my mom wouldn't. But my papa, he would actually cut out news articles of terrible things that had happened. Be like, oh, Marsha, look at these, look my these mom nude articles cut out, I've cut out. Like, look at these articles I saw in the paper. Isn't this just terrible? So, like, yeah. mom and mom had, like, a different, like, safety yeah. con- And, like, we're in the middle of freaking Florida. But yeah. dude, it's a wonder I did not get kidnapped because my yeah. grandmother, God love her. I, I love my grandma. She is one of a kind. I would not trade her, but she was oblivious. Yeah. Okay? So, we would go in the store and it's just me and my grandma. We're at Kmart. We're at Target. We're wherever. She just wanders away from me. Like, as a small child. Oh, she not just, my mom. She just wander off. No, one or time we, my mom or we literally... would wander off and she would notice. No. One time my mom literally told an associate that there was a man following us and I hadn't even noticed. Yeah. Nope. I was like, oh, I just thought the guy was in the same aisle as us because he needed to be. Nope. Grandma would accidentally cut in line in front of people. She would actually accidentally like bump into people and just not even notice. She would do boob grazes all the time where she'd yeah. boob you. You just, you get boob checked and <laughs> she just had no idea it even happened. Yeah. Like... She, she just was oblivious. So I no. either I would wander off or she would wander off from me. Like, I'd be standing there looking at something and then I'd be like, Grandma, where'd she go? No. And I went, I'd have to go find her. Um, and I, she has, like, kind of a, you know, pretty signature old lady. It was like a, a gray poof, a gray poofy 
haircut that she used to get done once a week at JC Penny's salon yes. by a lady named JC. Thought it was hilarious. Classic. Um, yeah. They we used to call them BBBs because they had blue hair, right? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't blue, but you know, blue. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. like so white. It's like. Blue. Hers is gray, gray, but yeah. Yeah, or so gray yeah. that it's blue. blue. Yeah. And then it would be like so the the B stands for the blue rods and the blue rollers. The blue perm rods are the very smallest perm mm-hmm. rods you can get, so you can get the tightest perm on the shortest hair. Yeah. And the blue rollers are the same thing, but it's a small roller, and you get your wash and set and your perm. Mm-hmm. And you, if you don't have curly hair, and you get it once a week, and it's like your hair is set and it's this yep. gray glow. And like she she slept like a statue. Yep. And, you know, she's taking showers but not getting her hair wet. Yep. And She's one of the elite. And, yep. and hers was, like, more, like, larger curls. She didn't have tiny curls, but she had, like, larger curls. And my great-aunt Carolyn, she was a hairdresser, too. Yeah. And I loved going to her shop and sitting there because she had her little shop on the same property as her house. Yeah. But the shop was by the road and then her house was farther back. And we would go visit them. And I love visiting them. But I would go into her shop and I could see on the corner in her shop like, where my mom was measured when she was a child. Wow. Because, like, it had been around that long. And I would just sit there and I'd listen to the old ladies jibber-jabber and get their hair set and read some magazines and sweep up some hair for her. And then I'd wander on back to the house. It was fantastic. But, yeah, so she would go and get her big her big poof once a week. And then you can't... Better not rain. Uh-uh. They used to have these rain You better bonnets. not... Yeah, she had one. Yeah. You better not splash her when you're swimming. Uh-oh, no. There was one time my, my cousin... would have killed My cousin me. Jocelyn might remember. So when we lived at the old house, that's just what we call it, the old house, and it had a large pool and even had like a little jacuzzi next to the pool and it was all screened in. And the pool, it felt huge. It may not have been that big because I was young. And it was before we moved, so I, I had to have been like probably five or something like that. May have been after we moved out of the house, but before we sold it. But five-ish, okay? And I was a really good swimmer. I was a strong swimmer. Like, I'm pretty sure I, Dad took me to, the, like, the YMCA when I was a kid, and I took swimming lessons, and I was a really good swimmer. Jocelyn was not as good of a swimmer. And she would panic, and she'd latch on to me. You know, they always say, don't let someone who's drowning grab you, yeah. extend your hand, and then pull them. Don't even pull them yeah. towards you. Just keep them at arm's length and swim. Yeah. And... I've been told that many, many times because she would kind of, she could swim, but she would sometimes get panicked and then forget she could swim and just start flailing. And I was just always a really good swimmer. And so she, this happened, she like started panicking and flailing and I was like yelling for help and grandma's sitting at a table reading a book and I go over to Jocelyn and she is on top of me. And now we're both, I can't swim. We're both drowning. We're both drowning because I cannot carry her weight. And she's, like, holding me down. Like, and I, I'm, like, I can't. And Grandma's, like, I, maybe I'm forgetting it wrong, but I'm almost certain. She, like, pretty much is, like, <sighs> puts her book down, <laughs> gets, and, like, walks into the pool fully clothed with all of her jewelry and her hair and has to come over and grab us. Just, like, it's the most inconvenient thing <laughs> she has ever done in her life. And she pulls us out of the water. We both get in trouble. Me for letting her swarm me. Her for panicking. Like, she was just, like, so not... And she was so upset that she was soaking wet and her hair got wet. And we're just like, sorry, I almost drowned, Grandma. I'm so sorry. But, yeah, she would just always, whenever we were shopping in public, we, she would just get separated. I remember when Grace was, like, six. So, at this point, I don't, I don't live in North Carolina. I mean, I don't live in Florida anymore. We've already moved. 
And she had gone somewhere and grandma had wandered off. And you know, you teach little kids, if you get separated, you find a police officer or you go to the front and let them point And have them And yeah. have them page. And Grace did that. She went and she said... I had to do it one time. I don't think I ever had to terrifying. do that. But Grace went to trouble. the front after looking for a while. And I got in trouble, but I did the right thing. Correct. I still got Grace in trouble. Grace also got in trouble. Um, <laughs> so she went and she's like, can you please... I've gotten separated from my grandma. Her name is Althea Brown. Can you please page her over the intercom? And so they paged her. said, Althea Brown, your granddaughter is up at the front searching for you. And they paged her for a few minutes. And she's just... Uh, she's oblivious, I'm telling you. She did not... She eventually, like, heard it and, like, I didn't... Oh, that's my name. Oh, she's at the front. And she got up there and she got Grace and she was so mad that Grace called her. She's like, if you just looked for me a little bit longer, you would have found her. <laughs> found me. And Grace was like, I was just doing what I thought I was supposed to do. <laughs> my mom... So, last side note on this. My mom used to tape, you know this, and make me watch the I Was Kidnapped I did, yeah. and Survived Oprah episodes. So... Yeah, I uh, I was terrified of mm-hmm. the sh- of the strangers when I was a kid. It's kind of so. the point, you know. Yeah, yeah, but so. then I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. So yours. So I have three, I believe. Okay. So this one is um, sweet and sour sauces, forty six in total. For f- it says free, but please read the description. It says, "Sorry, this is not for free. I'd like to swap it with a couple bags of dry cat food for my cat." All sauces are fresh with new expiration date as we bought chicken nuggets from McDonald's to eat three to four times per week. We always bought the sharing pack of 24 nuggets or more. If you are happy with this deal, please come and get it. I'm located in Springvale. I actually have three cats to feed at the moment. I have one cat that registered adopted from RSPCA and the other two cats more like a neighbor cats or street stray cats. They always come to my backyard sharing food with my cat Angela every now and then. Every time I saw them, I feel pity them. It's so hard to hide a cat. <sighs> the food bowls that I put out for my cat. These hungry eyes of other two cats that look at me. Please, so please give me no bully comments if you cannot be caring enough like me. Or if you don't like my ads, just screw past it or block me. <laughs> and it is sincerely a photo of 46 McDonald's sweet and sour sauces. 46 of them. Worth cat food? <laughs> no. Well, she thinks so. <laughs> I like the way she, uh, I don't want to say talks, but I like the way mm-hmm. she types. <laughs> Every time I saw them, I feel pity them. It's, <laughs> it's so hard to hide away the cat foods bowl that I put for my cat. Those hungry eyes of the other two cats that look at me. <laughs> Those hungry eyes of the other two cats that look at me. It's yeah. the... So it's, please. it's akin to, it's akin to, you know what I'm I about to know. say. I do know. What is it? Once she getting to know you, she, she falling, falling in love, love with, with you. you. Yeah. And it's, what it, What was, what did she say? Every time I saw them, I feel pity them. It's so yes, hard to hide away the cat food bowls that I put for my cat, those hungry eyes of other two cats that this look at me. Is, every time I saw them, I feel pity them. <laughs> so please give me no bully comments. If you cannot be caring enough like me... Or if you don't like my ads, just screw past it or block me. <laughs> just screw past it. <laughs> oh my god. I was, I was, Every uncertain. time I see them, I feel pity them. <laughs> Once she gets to know you, she falling in love with you. Correct. Same, is this the same person? I don't know. I doubt it. That would be very funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't sure if this was funny enough. It's until funny. I got to the last, 
like a little bit and I was like, yeah, this is it. This is good. It's good. Oh my gosh. Oh, there's, I wasn't, at first I wasn't picturing. There's a page of comments too. Oh God. At first I wasn't picturing like the little packets. I was picturing like bottles nope. of sauce. Packets. Yeah. It's a little. And yeah. I, I didn't see the page of comments, but it says stop buying McDonald's and you'd be able to afford cat food. Well, you were just saying you needed 46 sweet and sours. One peanut butter and one barbecue sauce, weren't you? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> then someone just tagged Judy. <laughs> just Judy. Judy likes the sweet and sour Not sauce. even the last name, just Judy. My cousin used to make like sweet and sour chicken when she would save up her like sweet and sour sauces mm-hmm. from uh, Wendy's. She would just save them up for himself. Well, we, we will save like, like Bojangles. We usually get like, I like honey mustard and ranch and Stephen mm-hmm. likes Bar- honey mustard and barbecue. So, and sometimes we'll get extras because they for like, they'll forget. So we had a, extras for a while and they, they like to just give me barbecue. I don't like barbecue. Like they'll ask, I'll ask for ranch and they just give me barbecue. So then I give Steven the barbecue. I use our ranch that we have at home and then we just have extra sauce. You know, my condiment drawer at work. Yeah. I like to, exactly. I like to have condiments on reserve. Yeah. I'm a condiment gal. We'll keep them. If it's like a sauce we like, we'll just keep it. But 46 sweet 46, and sours. 46. Like, do you know you're banking them away for cat food? Or are you just like, man, I really need some cat food. What could I possibly barter with? I know. My 46 <laughs> sweet and sour sauces. That I have in the junk drawer. Yeah. That's crazy. 46. Why not wait a little longer? Let's do around 50. Guess the cats <laughs> need to eat now. <sighs> I guess. All right. And then I was looking up just like reviews for fast food restaurants. Okay. So I looked at Applebee's, which isn't fast food, but I looked at Applebee's because our Applebee's here is trash. The Applebee's in South Boston is worse. Okay. Wendy's, trash. Ew. Um, and then Sonic, which Sonic my, is okay. My sister-in-law Kelly has sworn off. They are dead to her. Really? They are dead to her. Okay. Yeah. She she. I've not had a bad not, experience at this. She Sonic. will not go back to Sonic ever. Okay. She always just has a bad experience there. Okay. All right. I'm so sorry for her. Pretty sure this one was from yes. This is from Sonic. Okay. If you want milkshakes so watery, they remind you of Montezuma's Revenge, and so poorly blended that they make you think of the 50s, then this is the Sonic you should be going to. That Frito Chili Wrap got too many Fritos in it? Go to this Sonic because they understand how you feel. And leave the Fritos out entirely as well. Worst shakes I've ever had the displeasure of paying for. Which Sonic is this? This our Sonic. Our Sonic. <laughs> this is our Sonic. I never had, I don't get milkshakes. Or those wraps, but mm-hmm. I've never had a bad experience at our Sonic. And then, uh... Bert- <laughs> Revenge. I want to be friends with this person. Are they local? <laughs> they have to Cleave be. Cleve King. He Cleave. left that review three months Cleave. ago. Cleve. Never mind. <laughs> Burgers were not as good as they usually be. I did not not care too much for my lunch today. This is just the tiny things. It's the little things. <laughs> Burgers. Burgers was not as good as they usually be. <laughs> I didn't not care too much for my lunch today. So there you go. This I'm going to use that. Burgers was not good. Not as good as they usually be. Yeah. Uh, this one, I'm pretty sure this was Applebee's. Um, yeah. My chicken tasted like bark of a tree with seasoning on it. So instead of getting it to go, I went to the parking lot and found a tree for free. <laughs> Wild? Yes, I found these in the wild. That's so good. Yeah. Like the bark of a tree. So instead of getting it, go to the parking lot and find a tree for free. Oh, okay. That's good. That's and it? There was, 
Although there was one more. Hold oh on, my god, those are really good. Maybe I put it on the other one, but I think it fits here. They're so good. More. It says, the only reason it gets three stars, so this is three th- stars, this is for a mall Thai place. It's called Thai Bistro. Okay. The review isn't very funny, but the follow-up comment is. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's three stars. The only reason it gets three stars is because the convenient location in the bourbon chicken is really good. But the fried rice is not even hardly fried and it's not good. And two of the three employees working there just brushed me off and as soon as I finished paying, threw the receipt at me and walked off without any words. Horrible customer service. And the owner of the restaurant responded. Okay. They said, glad you enjoyed our chicken. That's it. That's it. That's what they said. <laughs> they ignored everything else in the comment. They just said... Glad you enjoyed our chicken. <laughs> okay. That's, that's all I cared to entertain. That was it. You know, I mean, keep it positive, I guess. Glad you enjoyed our chicken. This place did not have very good reviews. <laughs> but that's it. Maybe they were. Maybe it was the most positive review out of all of them. They were like, thank maybe God. We're latching on to this. <laughs> yeah. This is all we have. Glad you enjoyed it. Oh, Lord. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like it. I love yours. They're always so good. I'm always like, these are not going to compare. I just, I really dedicated to, like, if they have that, that it factor. Yeah. You know? It's that je ne sais quoi. It's and it's usually vibe. In, it's usually in misspelled or, like, <laughs> weird verbiage. Yeah. That it gets me. Yeah, because actually, like, if you think if it was spe- all spelled right, it wouldn't be funny. It's not funny. But if it just said, where we got, if it just said... Burger wasn't not good today. It usually is good. I didn't really like it. Yeah. That wouldn't be funny. (laughs) But burgers were not as good as they usually be. I did not care too much for my lunch today. That hits different. It does. Burgers are not good as they usually be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It hits so different. And it's literally one word. Yeah. Just completely. Oh, God. So good. All right. Am I the asshole? And mine came from Sarah at work. Sarah H. Mm Mm-hmm. She sends me a lot of content. This one was also like an article as as the last one she sent me was. But it it was, am I the asshole for yelling at my husband and telling him to get over himself after he threw away my tampon box? Okay. Initial thoughts? I, I have no idea. It's just the box. Is the box empty? No. No. Because you're expecting there to be more. You're not going I based off of I am expect if I need more information okay. to know for sure. Okay. Well, but if I just had the title and nothing else to go on, I'd be like, no, I, I don't think she is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yelling is also, as we've learned, not appropriate. Even perceived yelling, so. Okay. We. Me, 27. Him, 30. Together for three. Married for two months. So here's the thing. Are you... <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah, exactly. So here's the thing. I used to use pads for my periods, but recently was able to start using tampons. I have medical problems. In comparison, tampons work 10 times better for me, especially when I'm outside, say like at work or traveling. My husband, Ryan, I don't know if she changed the name or not, so sorry, Ryan. My husband, Ryan, hates them. He never truly gave a reason other than just to say he doesn't feel comfortable with me using them. I didn't think it was a big deal at first since he said he hates a lot of stuff that I do, but puts up with it anyway, except Mm. for this. He asked that I go back to using pads, but I made it clear that since it's my body, then I get to decide. He threw away some tampons he had access to, and I was getting upset, but to keep the peace, I just bought a box and hid it away from him. 
He somehow found it and threw it away. I didn't find out until I had my period yesterday and realized I had no tampons to use. I was tired and too stressed. I just yelled at him after he admitted to throwing away the whole box. He argued that I already knew how he felt about this stuff, yet I decided to keep it around. I lost it and told him that he had no right to do this and told him to get over himself already. He stared at me almost about to tear up or something, then walked out. He later went on about how we as a couple should take each other's discomfort into consideration and said he already tried to speak to me about those tampons, yet I brushed him off and insulted him verbally and abused him. He also said that if I insist on using them, then I should do it while I'm outside the house, but I said that won't happen. I feel bad for how it played out, but I was just at my wit's end and in so much pain that I lashed out. Did I go too far here? Does he have a valid point or not? Nope. <laughs> She is not the asshole there. Yeah. And I just heard red flag after red flag <laughs> after red flag. Yeah. That's all I heard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he doesn't sound like he wants to consider her discomfort. He just wants her to consider his. Yeah. And and it doesn't actually affect him at all. N- no. No. And really what it came down to for me, which That's I read expensive. a lot. Yeah. And yeah. And I read in the comments and I, w- I agreed with that it almost seems like he's jealous of a ta- of a tampon. Something There's weird something is going weird on. Like, there. he has some immature or, like, ignorant thought process going on with that. Regardless, unacceptable. Yeah. So, one of the comments said, run, Forrest, run. Yeah, well, because he said there's a lot of things that sh- she does he doesn't like, but he puts up with. Yeah. Like, you've been married for two months? Right. Right. Red flag. Right. Someone said, I was thinking OP could suddenly become uncomfortable with boxers or briefs and just throw away all of his underwear. (laughs) Sure. That's just as rational as what he did. And then someone else said, I would buy tampons and tuck them in every little space I could find. I would buy a 48 pack and number them, but skip a few so you'd keep looking forever. (laughs) Yeah, that's a... I mean, look, marriage is marriage. Marriage is... It's, it looks different for everybody. serious, and, but... and ideally it is permanent. Ideally. Ideally, but this that means that you should be. be doing all of your vetting beforehand, and I have to imagine... Look, I am a big believer in red flags. I, I am a really, really big believer. It should... Everyone should be. Everyone should be. But they <laughs> don't care. A lot yeah. of people don't care. Because... Yeah. You will see red flags. They will identify red flags. They will agree with red flags and then still say, but he does X, Y, and Z. So I love, or I just love him. So it's okay. Not good enough. Absolutely not. You can ask, I, I, I was absolutely ruthless when I was online dating. The tiniest red flag, I'm done. Yeah. You use you are instead of Y-O-U-R, you're done. Out of here. <laughs> you're finished. I wouldn't be that critical, but... For me, that <laughs> nay That's nay, bad. and like, how long have they been together before this? It's so that was that was confusing to me because it said together for three, married for two months. So oh, I'm together like, for three months or together for three years. That's what I'm hmm. saying. Okay. It says well, they've known each other for three together months. for three, married for two months. So three years? Um, or were you together for three years as a total and married for I only would two have of to them? Assume. They'd been married for three, they'd been together for three years and married for two months. But, you know, maybe they've been together for three months and married for two of them. That's what I'm hoping. 
Because if you were together for three years and you didn't see any other red flags like this. I mean, it depends. Do they live with each other? I don't know. Because you see a whole different side of a person when you get, when you live with them. Yes. As we've discussed previously. It's a whole different ball game. Yes. We know that's true. Yeah. So, I don't know. Red flag. I think he needs serious therapy as on an individual basis. They probably need couples therapy. And if there's no improvements, she should be out of there. Because that is one controlling behavior that is completely like narcissistic and self-centered. Mm-hmm. That is going to spiral and spread fingers into tons of other areas. Oh, yeah. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I agree. Hard pass. I agree. I agree. What was, did they have a verdict on this one? Oh, yeah, she's not. She's not. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is one is actually is vet med. So, yeah, I found a vet med. Am I the asshole? Okay. Am I the asshole for playing a bit of a prank on a new veterinary assistant? <laughs> I work at a yes. sort of combination. You always will be, even if you're not. <laughs> yep. I work at a sort of combination veterinary slash wildlife rehab center, and we hired a new assistant last week. On her second day, we had a dog come in whose anal glands we had to express. One of the least pleasant parts of the job, which I disagree. I love doing anal glands, but I'm weird. I'm just I'm, not good at it. I'm part of the minority. I love doing it. It's I so, don't mind doing it. I'm not good at it's it. It's just, I, it's very, like, uh, satisfying to me. Yeah. Anyway. If they're not, if they're not needing to be expressed, I'm not good at it. Okay. That's fair. If they're needing to be expressed, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I can, that's what yeah. needs to be expressed. I, I really enjoy it. Okay. Um, I like it. I just not anyway, good. Yeah. That's fair. One of the least pleasant parts of the job. I trained her on how to do it and also said, also, it's important to hold your face right behind so you can see what you're doing better. <sighs> Mimicking the posture. Not true, of course. No one does that. It no. can spray further than most people you think. You literally yeah. lean out. To the side. Oh, God. So she gave it a try and got the hang of it real fast and got sprayed in the face with the anal gland secretions more so than I expected. I laughed and was about to offer her a towel to clean off and say welcome to the gross world of this profession or something like that but she took it worse than I thought gagging a lot and then running out of the room to the toilet right across the hall and from the sounds of it throwing up she was very mad and stormed out afterwards apparently she reported me and my manager and even co-workers all seemed to be on her side about how horrible it is I got two days of unpaid leave and apparently there was talk of me having to help with skunk rehab without protective gear on for a couple of days if I want to keep working there at all. Which seems totally disproportionate. That's not at all the same and won't wash off. That's not HR appropriate. No. I didn't think it was that bad of a prank because these sorts of gross incidents are a part of the job and you have to get used to gross things. I could see how it was a bit rough for a second day though. But is it really the monstrous act that she seemed to think it was? Yes. Yes. What you do is you say... You don't want to put your face back there because yeah. sometimes it sprays. This is what you do. You cover it up with gauze. That you explain to them this is the worst case scenario yeah. and sometimes yeah. it will spray and you get it on you or other people yeah. and we laugh and it sucks and it is what it is. You do not force somebody to unknowingly get in that position. Yes, that's horrible. Well, I might vomit. That's not appropriate. No. What also isn't appropriate is that they were talking about having her work with skunks with no PPE. That is, not like you said, yeah. uh, what was it, a, a drop for a bucket? Yeah, a bucket for a drop. A bucket for a drop. Yeah. You don't no. retaliate like that. That no. is not HR appropriate, Mm-mm. nor is it morally correct anyway. No. You're not teaching this person that what they did was wrong Yeah, you're all. just teaching them they would be punished even more so. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, 
I feel like it's been pretty common knowledge, or at least identified within the field, that this is a toxic field sometimes. Yeah. And that coworkers will belittle or be not kind to other coworkers. Yes. And take advantage of and be mean to and do all of these things in the field. And I feel like that was a really poor introduction. Yeah. Like, you want to be friends. You want to welcome her. You want her to think that she can trust you to learn from you and to feel supported and like, oh, I'm going to learn things here and I'm going to be like, I'm going to grow. And I, and like her second day, you've already tricked her into being humiliated and that's disgusting. Yeah. Plus, not to mention, you must have taught her not to do it correctly. Like does she, there was no gauze. There was no paper towel. Like, for those right. that don't know, to do anal glands is there's, like, two little sacks kind of at, like, what? Five, four, like, four or five, and then, like, seven, eight. Yeah. Around, just around, like, the rim of the anus. There's little yeah. openings and there's it's sacks It's like, take in there. ten and two and flip it upside down. Yeah. 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 And it usually secretes on their own over time, but occasionally they get impacted or they have to be emptied, and that's why your dog scoots across, across the rug or whatever. And that's how you have to do it, but the... The liquid squirts out of those little sack openings. Yeah. And it's disgusting smelling. Yeah. And uh, one of my first months working with Amy Lee, I saw her doing Max's by herself. She didn't ask for help. I didn't know what she was doing. And it literally, I saw it squirt in her face and I was like, uh, that's worst case scenario. It's disgusting. How can I help you? So the fact that she intentionally (laughs) set her brand new worker, co-worker Two days. Two days. No. Into the scenario and embarrassed her like that. Like, they'll probably never have a good working relationship. No. Or it's going to be very, very far down the road. Now, it sounds like maybe this place is not super great culture yeah. to begin with. If they're... And they were going to punish her by doing what they were going to do. By making her be with the skunks with no PPE. Like, yeah. it doesn't sound like it's necessarily a place that values mental health and or positive culture. Right. But still, that sucks like you thought this was gonna be really like if this was a month down the road or even farther in but for the second day for you to take advantage of her of how naive she is take advantage of her not being experienced by putting her in this position i thought it was a really terrible thing to do yeah i agree agree. and that was the determination that she definitely was the asshole yeah don't do that guys not cool don't do it don't just don't do it it's hard enough. It, it is, is hard what enough I'm saying. with the emotional tax that we pay every day, with the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. that we all have, with the lower than acceptable pay rates. Yep. All of the issues that are, and I'm not going to take this into a deeper place no. than it needs to be, but with all of the things that come along with a, a career in the veterinary industry. You're going to do that yeah, you're gonna, to someone. You're going to prey upon your other teammates. Who are just trying to make it the same and as you. And just trying to learn. And most people in this field, not all people, but most people are here because they love it. They enjoy what they get to do and what they get to learn. So you exploited the fact that mm-hmm. she trusted you. Yep. And that she was wanting to learn a new skill. And you exploited that and used it against her. Yeah. And I think it was terrible. It is terrible. And there's no way around that. Nope. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the thing. You want me to go? Yeah. So, I hate when you, like, open up, like, a salsa jar 
for a ketchup bottle or a mustard bottle or something. And there's the crusties. Yeah, I don't like that. Around the rim or like the spout or like you dump it over and like the watery stuff. Come, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. And I opened a jar of salsa the other day. I've been making nachos a lot recently. And a little crusty dried up bit of salsa fell from the edge of the jar onto my nachos. And Are I was disgusted. Off? Of course I did. Yeah. Of course I did. Yeah. It was disgusting. <laughs> I hate it. And, like, whenever you, like, open the mustard and it's just, like, this dry, crusty, like, yucky old thing around the little spout. And you forgot to shake it up beforehand. And then you tip it over. And the stuff. Oh, my God. I hate it. I'll, I'll take it out. So, for me, it's the sour cream. Sure. Sour you have cream to mix has that both well. of these things. Yeah. So, you have to mix it well because it, the water separates mm-hmm. from the sour cream. Yep. And then you also have, like, if you... It, don't like completely spoon away or spatula away like the parts up top it gets flaky and crusty Mm -hmm. well once it gets flaky and crusty up top i'm not mixing it together you know what i do i dump out the water Mm. and i just scoop out the sour cream that's what i do every time yeah i've not made any moves to solve this this problem i just work around it it's mostly the salsa that gets me it's the mustard too for me yeah sure i don't use a lot of salsa we do because we have like taco salad, or we'll do Matt like chipotle like salsa bowls. A whole lot, okay, well we we like salsa. We're, we're like a salsa. Yeah, we like salsa. Matt's a, he doesn't really like tomatoes, so he'd rather like a taco sauce. Like if you get the Taco okay. Bell taco sauce rather than a salsa. Fair enough. And I put a pico de gallo on mine. Okay, he doesn't which like is a tomato. It's like a yeah. That's like kind of an unseasoned salsa, more or less, right? It's just it's not a cook. It's an uncooked salsa. Okay, yeah, uncooked yeah. then. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I don't like it. It grosses me out and I'm not a fan. I can identify with that. It just, I don't think it, I'm as passionate as you are. Like if it's not going to. have dealt with it my whole life. You open the, do you like mustard? Yeah. It's, mustard always has a little plug. I don't plug. use mustard like in a lot so of ways. So I call ways. it a mustard plug. It always has a plug. I've never heard of that before. Okay. It always has like a little crusty. Yeah. If people are like, you know, you can like sometimes it. pull it out and it's like the same shape as the Yeah. Whole. I don't like that's it. what you do. I don't like it. That's fine. I don't like it either. It's just the way it's the thing, the fact of it life. It just seems like it's the salsa. I, I interact with the salsa more than I do the mustard. And that's so what really, really gets just me. scrape down the salsa, stir it up a little bit. Yeah. For but you. like also like jelly. Or like jelly apple butter sometimes has it. It gets crusty. gummy. It gets gummy. gummy. It does yeah. get gummy. And I'm not a fan of the gummy, but it's the salsa that gets like dried and crusty yeah. and dark color than the rest of it yeah i don't like it i that's fine i i can get behind that mm-hmm. this one is one that uh you know amy lee knows dr roaring now knows i know what it is yeah don't tell me my shoes on time <laughs> i've never met anybody that it bothered <laughs> now you've met me i've met you don't yeah. tell me my shoes untied i've never once tripped on an untied shoe in all my 31 years I do think you're the minority in that, though. I don't care. This we're ta- that's what we're talking Smart. about. We're talking about me. Are we not? We are. Don't yeah. tell me, Emma. Mm-hmm. Okay. My shoe is untied. I know it's untied. I can feel the lack of pressure mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. the instep of my foot when my shoe is untied. Mm-hmm. I know that there's not a knot there. Mm-hmm. I can feel mm-hmm. it. I haven't had time. I'm not concerned about it. I can work around it. I'm telling you, 31 years of my life, I've never tripped on a shoelace, never once. 
I just widen my step. People do it. Widen my step. Well, I don't care what people do. I don't. I don't. People will try and be helpful by telling you. People. I only do it to weaponize should mind their own business. <laughs> yeah, I just you do. weaponize the information. I swear now, she'll, but... she'll look at me and I'm like, don't, don't, don't do it. Your your shoes untied. I uh, yeah. Most recent, recently, I told you it was almost untied, uh, which is different. It's worse. It's different. And Doctor uh, Amy, what was it? Amy walked back in the um, treatment room. We were talking about mm-hmm. it one day. And Dr. Rory couldn't, I was trying to explain to her, like, hey, like, I've never said this to you because I don't want to hurt your feelings. I know you're coming from a place of love Mm -hmm. and you don't want me to hurt myself. So I've just taken it and been like, I say thank you every time, even though it literally pains me to say it because I'm like not thankful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she didn't realize it bothered me. And we were talking about it. And Amy comes back to put a chart for a client that, a patient that needs to be seen. And she goes, oh, what'd you tell her? She had her shoe untied. (laughs) And Dr. Marie's like, I had no idea this bothered you. I'm like, I know because I try to be polite because I know it's irrational. I know it's irrational. I know that I'm ridiculous. It, it's just a thing for me. Yeah. It's just a thing for me. And it's funny to me because I'd forgot I even told Amy that it bothered me. <laughs> and she was like, oh, what'd you tell her? She was on time. Because <laughs> Amy will not tell me now. Mm-hmm. And I forgot I had told her. I thought it was hilarious. So I was like, all right. She knows me. She really knows me. I love Amy. Mm. She's my favorite. But, yeah. That's it. Just don't do it. I don't do it in sincerity anymore. Uh, I think, like, the first time you told me about it, I hadn't told you. I think someone else had told you. Or someone had told someone else in your presence, and you were like, oh, my God, I hate that. I do. And I was like, what? You were like, never telling my shoes (laughs) at all. And I was like, oh, okay. And then also, obviously, I've done it. Yeah, and if I fall, that's on me. But I never have. Depends on where you fall. How you fall. I'll be fine. You fall going down the stairs when I'm in front of you? Or someone else is in front of you? We're going down. Well, then it is somebody's problem. Then it is someone else's problem. But other than that, it's not. It's mine. And we all got to go somehow. You know? There's not much dignity in tripping on your own shoelace. There's not much dignity in a lot of ways I almost died choking on a biscuit while I was walking (laughs) one time. And there wouldn't have been much dignity in that either. So, I mean... I had to go in the kitchen... Give Heimlich to myself against the kitchen counter. <laughs> it's not funny. It's funny because you survived. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if I fall, trip on my own untied shoelace because somebody didn't tell me because I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. And I clock the temple of my head yep. against the corner of a table. Mm-hmm. That's on me. Yes. So. It's going to negatively affect other people. Yeah. All right. So be it. <laughs> Alright. I'll just continue to weaponize it as I feel <laughs> see fit. Okay. Please do. Please do. The songs of our time for 1999. Mine is I'm Gonna Be by The Proclaimers. Oh, that's such a good song. It's such a good and the song. Title, you know the movie that it's in, right? Yeah, Benny and Benny June. Benny and June. Fantastic That's like film. the first time. Like, I think I've oh heard that. Should we do a movie segment, too? Oh, I freaking love Benny and June. Oh, man. Um, Great I movie. I had... Heard it before, I think, but when yeah. I watched that movie, and I think even at the end of, or like we had like a DVD or something, and there's like, it has the music video as like extra content. It was on the VHS too. It was okay, on the yeah. VHS during the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they play the whole music video, and I was like, God, this song is a freaking banger. Yeah. My mom loves that movie, so I in turn love that movie because I saw it at a really young yep. age. That song is a banger. I have that on my running playlist because it's like, 
Oh, it's just such so good. It's, it's just so, so good. good. If you don't know it, I don't know you anymore. It's okay? such a good song. Yeah, I love it. So great. And I tried to learn it on the guitar for a little while. It did not get very far because it's it's not. It can't be that hard, can it? I mean, I started taking guitar lessons when I was eight and stopped when I was twelve. So, huh. fair yeah, enough. It's whatever. Mine is a little bit yours by J.P. Sachs. I don't know if you ever heard of J.P. Sachs. No. Well, he has a song that I like a lot. He his most popular was "If the World Was Ending." Okay. Have you heard that song? Nope. Um, it's with Julia Michaels. Oh, um, I know her. If the world was ending, and they are dating now. They date. Cute. And he wrote another song that I She's really... She's a pretty girl. She is. I was really torn between um, A Little Bit Yours and Like That. Like That is... is He wrote about the way that Julie Michaels... What did I say? Not Julie Michaels. Yeah, Julie Michaels. The way that she loves him. Like the love that they have. And it's called Like okay. That. We'll put them, back. Also, we'll put them both on Also there. a really, really good song. Yeah. Uh, I just... he's he, I really like his voice. Okay. Um, and he's a really good singer and I enjoy his music. Okay. So Fair. there you go. Fair enough. All right. And with that, number uh, 11 has come to a close. Number 11 has come to a close. And it's been a decent amount of time, so that's impressive for us. Yeah. And uh, we have one more to go, and uh, that'll be the day for us. I don't know why I'm saying that stuff. All right. Well, I stopped. I didn't make it awkward that time. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) 